Hey guys, welcome to Your Shift with Flora Fauna Healing. My name is Kayla and I'm super excited to have you. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about ancestral healing. This has been a really hot button topic for a lot of people and I think it's extremely important. So I'm going to talk to you guys about a few of the ways that I do ancestral healing and why I think it's so important. So you got to think, you come from a family, yes. You gain things from your immediate family, of course. You gain things from your grandparents. You gain things from as far as your line has gone back on both sides. That means that you inherit things like health problems, that you inherit things like good things as well. You inherit certain traits, certain gifts, um, certain limitations. You will obtain certain behavior patterns that your family has expressed. These are generational traumas in a lot of ways. And that means that until they are fixed, until they are dealt with, that the people in your family are going to keep repeating them. So this is why you hear the term cycle breaker or pattern breaker, um, someone who heals that generational trauma and that ancestral trauma. And that person in every family, although there likely are many as the family goes along, is invaluable. It is in your absolute best interest to dig into this kind of work. And there are many, many ways that you can do it. Let's say that you have a health problem that's been passed down through your family. It's in the DNA. That's because the trauma has gone so far back that it's actually been in the DNA. And that means that until somebody works with it, until somebody is able to get into that healing and break it down and find out why, they actually heal the whole line back. So that means with certain issues, you heal the whole line back when you do this work. That means people that are still alive too. While they still have work to do on themselves as well, that is going to help make that healing deeper. It really does help if you break that cycle because energetically it does affect them as well. So let's talk about that a little bit. In my own practice, um, I'm certainly not someone that has a lot of culture, and I don't mean that in a rude way. Um, I'm French-Canadian, and most of my family is French-Canadian. So to me, the, set, like, the issues that I need to deal with are colonization. So for a lot of people that are not having, uh, that have European descent, for example, you'll hear a lot of people not want to do that work because they think, well, I'm ashamed of where I come from. While that's valid in a lot of ways, you have good ancestors and you have bad ancestors. Everyone does. There is no, you can't have an all bad line or an all good line. Like, sure, there, there might be some variants of that. But there's always people that are going to be willing to lend you a hand in your ancestral line when you start doing this kind of work. And when you rectify that kind of work, what's so important when it comes to the issues of racism that we are having now it really helps undo that for the future generations to make the world a better place and to make you a safer space for everyone around you. Now, beings, as a lot of people listening to this likely will have colonizers as ancestors, it's really important to dig into how that has impacted you, where your cultural or racial bias may be, and that can really help you dig in. It can also impact so many other things. This isn't just a one point. Ancestral work, generational work has so many benefits. So a lot of people will take on their shadow work and they'll work with just themselves. That is completely fine. They'll start with, I had this happen to me, or I've been through this, or I've been through this. That is fine. But what a lot of people don't realize is that has likely repeated several generations back. That the people in your life have dealt with the same things as you. 
one of the best ways that you can see this is astrology. I'm an astrologer in my daily practice. It's something that I absolutely love to do. And I don't think a lot of people really understand the power that astrology can have. And this is one of those things. There are placements in your astrology, and it'll be different for everyone, but there are a couple of things that really stand out, like Saturn, for example, that can teach you about the ancestral lineage that you might have. When you look into your astrology, and when you start to look into your family's astrology, I can put my chart against my mother's, can put my chart against my aunt's, I can put my chart against my brother's or my father's, and I will see similarities between all of them. Now, commonly, and this, I think that energy, when I talk about gender, I'm going to talk about energy as opposed to physical gender. If you are um, a man or a cis man or someone who does not identify as a man, but you have masculine energy, you might identify as trans, then you're going to take after likely the males in your family, even if you are biologically female. And that's okay. And for the women, same thing. So if you put my chart against my brothers, for example, there is a stark difference in who we are um, generationally as well. And I will see elements of my father represented in my chart, but his karma is completely different than mine. And that's because karma is often passed down energetically. So again, if you are not someone who's, who's um, sorry, I'm stuttering, cisgendered, that's okay because it's still going to follow you in that same energetic pattern. If you energetically feel like you are a woman, it's going to follow you that way. Because spirit does not care about your like your biological gender. It doesn't have bias like we humans do. So that's how it comes down. And the reason that you're likely experiencing that in this lifetime likely has a lot to do with that generational trauma and breaking it. So congratulations on doing that extremely hard work, if that's you, right? That is something to be proud of. So when you're going through these things, when, it, when you're looking at astrology, for example, my family is very heavy on the Jupiter, on the woman's side. On my father's side, very heavy in Libra. So, for example, the only thing that I've really taken from my father's side um, is my Libra. Like, that is my midheaven. How I work is a Libra. For example, my brother has a Libra moon, which is struggling with decision-making, right? They manifest in totally different ways. A Libra midheaven is more prone to art and aesthetic and um, social work, that kind of stuff. I feel like I use that Libra very positively. Whereas for the males in my family, that may be more difficult or better. I can't speak to that exactly, right? But it's experienced very differently. So if you look at my mother's side, you see a lot of Jupiter. You see a lot of Leo. Um, you don't see very much Pisces. And that is from my father's side because that's where my moon sign is from. So again, you'll see that these are generational a little bit. When you lay them against your families, you should even notice similarities in your cousins, you will notice similarities in your friends as well. you got to think that astrology doesn't look at bloodlines. It also looks at soul family. So when we look at soul family, there's a belief that when we come down here, we come down here with a group of 200 people. And those people will reincarnate with over and over and over and over. So those are the people you have very important contracts to. And you'll keep recycling those people. And they will come to you in different relationships. Like, um, let's say my mom might have been my child in another life or this or that or a friend or blah, 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 or my father, like who knows, right? But they recycle because those people 
have known that they have very deep lessons to teach you. And depending on what you're supposed to learn in this life, that's why these people change positions. So the family that you have, the biological family, most primarily, you'll see these very deep contracts, these very deep mirrors astrologically. What is most interesting, I don't speak to my birth father. Um, my stepdad is my dad. If I put my chart against my dad's, and again, speaking stepdad here, he's my dad. If you put that chart against my dad's, you can see the astrology is mirrored between me and him. You can see that it's almost more mirrored in me and him than it is with my biological father. And that is on soul ties. So when you look at this, chances are I've inherited a lot of his generational trauma. Not only in the context that he raised me, and I obviously picked up on what he's been through, because as a parent, that comes through. But most importantly, that it's come from the way the astrology has worked when it comes to us. So because of the lessons that my dad taught me, I'm able to really uplift a lot of the positions that I have in my chart through the work that I'm doing. It also impacts him. And I think that's probably the most interesting takeaway because my evolution as a child, as a woman, has impacted him. And not just on a person-to-person -person level, but on an energetic level, on an astrological level as well. So as you work back on yourself, everything that you do for yourself is going to impact that ancestral line. If you want to get right to the bullet, you want to get right to where the problems are. If you are someone who works with spirit guides or are interested in that, that is something that I do to work on generational trauma. So I will sit with someone's spirit guides and I will ask them, okay, where do they need to work? I am developing a meditation for this that you guys can do on your own. Um, let me know if you'd like to see that. I'm super excited about it. It's just not finished yet. I kind of got the nudge in my divinely guided reason to create this episode that I needed to do it. And I always listen. So I'm going to do that. But it really helps people receive messages from their ancestors because your ancestors are always with you. It doesn't matter what culture you're from. Your ancestors are always with you. They are literally in your blood. They are with you. As a medium, I've seen countless examples of this. I've done mediumship for other people where spirits have come in and said, our names aren't really important. We're this. And then they chuckled. And then I told that person and they didn't understand. They were like, oh, I can't relate that to anyone. But when I spoke to their mother, they could. Because that's generational. Just because you don't know them doesn't mean that someone else in your family doesn't. I have been visited by a lot of people I've never even met doing ancestral work that I've later on found out through like ancestry that are part of my family. And they've often had very specific messages about their own lives and things that they've been through. And they'll go, this is why you're dealing with this. Or this is why this person is dealing with this in your family. This is what's happening. And it's just such a huge light on in my head because I understand. And through that understanding, I can do deeper work. So your spirit guides, um, depending on how you receive information, they're going to pass the information to you differently. And that's okay. They'll use every sense that you have available. The more that you work with them, the better it is. If you want information about connecting with them, hit me up. I definitely do a lot of downloadables on that subject because I think it's really important. But in working with meditation with your spirit guides or however else you receive that information intuitively, if ancestry is something you really want to work on to clear, because again, it's in your best benefit and in everyone else's best interest too, you can really learn a lot about why you're here, about who you are, about where all these things come from. So again, I've mentioned I don't really speak to my father. I have learned through my spirit guides and through mediumship so much about why it had to be that way. So much about why 
these things had to happen. And so much about what my sole purpose was to learn from this and how this has impacted me in terms of being who I am and doing the work that I do. So I can't speak to how much its importance has been worth in my life. I have had a lot of family pass on really young. And I do come from a religious family, so this is um, difficult on my part. But I do speak to the people that have passed on in my family. And uh, actually, a lot of the barriers are much lighter now that they've passed on because that religious trauma doesn't exist anymore. So to me, it's very freeing. And I've learned a lot about why they were the way that they were in their lives or what they've learned. And for me, it's been deeply empowering because sometimes they passed away when I was young and I didn't get to learn those lessons from them. So as a medium, I think I'm extremely gifted that I've been able to have that information shared with me now. And I can't speak to how deeply that has impacted my own growth. I just think that when you look at your ancestral lineage, when if you, you know, you can take a blood test to find this out, invaluable. So there's another part to this as well. You may not know what cultures you're actually from. That's definitely a problem on my end, again, because I don't speak to my father. So you don't always know who your ancestors are. You can't say that you, unless you've taken his test, that you know 100% where your ancestors are from. I'm going to poke some fun at my mom here because my mom just did one and she's 98% French. So I laughed and said she was, you know, 98% French, but there's this other 2% European. We don't know where that is. We don't know. So we have ancestry that we don't really know about on her end. And I think that's pretty interesting. I did say that it was um, likely in New York, which I thought was kind of interesting. So I guess it's not really poking fun. It's just stating fact, right? But that lineage on on my mother's side is 98% French. So definitely colonizer ancestry that we have to look at here. And um, a lot of other things like religious trauma can be present here. And you'll see those patterns repeated through your family line. Like certain people that people marry in my family have been very similar um, relationship patterns, very similar um, interpersonal relationships, very similar. And that's because of generational trauma. Because when you're raised with that, you don't break it. You're going to follow the patterns of the people that raised you. So it does impact that alone. But the other thing is getting back to what ancestry can do for you. Just because you weren't raised in your culture does not mean that there are not cultural elements to you or generational trauma present within those cultural elements. If you are a witch, um, for example, you can find cultural practices that might have been sacred to where you're from, and those can really, really deepen your healing work. Again, be mindful of closed practices and whatnot, but like, it can really deepen your healing work to learn about that, to learn about where your bloodline is from. And that can really impact you. Um, it can also speak to certain psychic gifts you may have because a lot of them are passed down culturally too. So the more that you learn about that, the more that you can really learn, okay, well, this has been historically successful for a lot of people from my bloodline. Let me dig in. Let me find a teacher that can teach me that, that is part of my culture, that can really help lift me up in that area. And this can be invaluable because those cultural practices are cultural for a reason. And that does speak to your bloodline. So that is in your best interest to know what type of healing that might work best for you. So there's a lot of different benefits to getting your ancestry checked out. There's a lot of different benefits from really doing a map of your family. And I'm not just speaking family tree here. I'm speaking pattern. Like looking at my own family, I can definitely see how a lot of patterns have repeated between us, even three generations back. You can see it. 
right? And even leaning our astrology against one another. You can see it. And you can see the positives too. It's not all negative. There is so much positivity in my family that, and strength and beauty in my family that is just absolutely wonderful, right? But you can see that work. You can see where the patterns are being broken. You can see how to break those patterns using things like astrology. And that is definitely a specialty of mine. So again, if you need that, I'd love to have a chat with you. Um, I think it's invaluable. And when you mirror that, I think there's so much learning and healing that can be done even between you and these members of your family. Because when you understand that it's generational, you can understand that it really did not start with you. You know what I mean? It started with people that you likely have never met and never will meet due to the confines of time. And really working with this can heal your family at a whole level and yourself. And again, you need to check both lines. Right? As a woman, I can see that the astrology is most closely mirrored to my mother. That does not mean that I do not carry some of my father's trauma as well. And I see that repeated in my friends. So sometimes I'll have a falling out with a friend who has very similar astrology to my father. And then I wonder why that is. Because it still needs to be healed. Because the work isn't done yet. And you can learn by looking at the chart of you and someone else what that contract is between you and someone else. And really dig into why that relationship went the way that it did. Or what makes it flourish. And these are really, really deep things to know about someone. And really powerful things to learn about yourself and your family. So I just wanted to touch on that. Because I think that working at your ancestry and working at that can really impact so many different facets. If you don't want to have the trauma that you were raised with, if you don't want to have the trauma that's in your family, if you think you've broken all those patterns, kudos to you, right? Maybe you have, I hope so, but it doesn't mean that it's not something you shouldn't still deeply look into because there may be things that you don't know. So a lot of the time we have biases and we think, especially growing up in a small town in Northern Ontario where not a lot of things change. You can still see racism here. 110% you can still see racism here. Like that doesn't, that doesn't sail past me. And that means that even in our small town, we still have work to do. There's work to do everywhere. You can't just assume you don't have a bias. That would be having a bias. So doing that work, working with your spirit guides or working with meditation, working with magic can be extremely powerful here too. Working with someone who can do past life regression, working with someone that can do shamanic journeying, working with someone that can do astrology in a generational sense, working with your own ancestry and your own craft, however that is, you you don't know how powerful that is until you really start to dig into it. And you can see in your own growth how much work that you've done. If you know, looking at your family, that there are a lot of parts that you have grown past, and I don't mean that in a negative way, that you have learned from example, that you have broken the trauma to, that you've maybe attended therapy for, gotten help for, you know that you're doing that work. But take it deeper, because your parents... Your family, your siblings, your aunts, your uncles, they aren't the only people that have impacted you. You don't realize, but thousands of ancestors have impacted you too and impacted them. You do that work, you can really deepen healing from everyone that comes after you, even if you don't have children. It still changes that energy. I know that's a wayward concept for some people to understand, but trust me. All the work that you do, even if you do not biologically have a child, still impacts that family line. 
And that, again, is invaluable. It doesn't matter if you choose to have children or not. You can still break those patterns and those generational traumas. And you can work to help those things that may be causing health issues. I know I've spoken to this before, but energetically, as a Reiki person, as a Reiki master, I look at issues as starting out in the energy first and then sinking into the body. Now, if you've received them um, through your family, through your genetics, they're already in the body before you even have a chance to fight them. That means that something, somewhere, with someone, caused it. So Reiki is one of the most powerful things to do this, arguably, because let's say you pinpointed who that ancestor was. You've done enough work to be able to go back and pinpoint who that ancestor was, and you can really dig into who they were. You can send Reiki back through time and space or get someone who is a practitioner or a master to do that for you and work at that relationship and then work your way down for, through everyone that came from them. You may notice that that pattern no longer repeats in the DNA after you or after the next people that come in your family. Wouldn't you want to work on that so that way those issues aren't passed? Because emotionally, something caused them. Something caused that to be in your DNA at some point. Something energetically occurred. Now, we're going to be a really interesting focus study for this in quite a few years, because all of us going through COVID, this is a trauma. This is a trauma that our children and our children's children and their children's 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 children will carry. This is going to be another one of those generational traumas. This can manifest in things like lack mentality or um, obsessive cleaning, for example. This can manifest in uh, depressive tendencies, I would say, lack of food, lack of safety that can be passed down. Because if you think about it, even emotionally, these patterns are going to repeat. You in this last year, probably, like this last year, six months, you have likely dealt with lack mentality. It's possible that our world will never go back to being the same. The way that you raise your children will be different now. The way that you handle your family and your interpersonal relationships will be different now. Let's look at our children right now. I know this is a hot button issue, so don't come for me. But your children are going to be different from this, no matter how you slice it. They have grown up with a trauma. And that trauma can be not seeing their friends, not having a regular upbringing, all sorts of things, lack mentality, poverty consciousness, dealing with family members that may be toxic, being stuck in a situation you can't escape. Like there are so many traumas generationally that will happen from the last year and six months. This is a perfect example because this is going to continue to go down the bloodline. So if you're listening to this and you have children and you haven't been asking them how this is going to impact them or how they feel, this, this is something that's going to stay with them. So, so do that work with them. Do it now. You do that work with them now, chances are it's not going to repeat as much. You have so much power as a person, and we really think that we don't, but we do. There is a big difference between a super engaged parent and an absent parent right now. There is a huge difference in a child with a parent who is willing to talk about this stuff and offer that child whatever resources they can. And I know that our parents right now are tired. I completely understand that. There's trauma in that too that's going to be passed down. And there's just nothing that we can really do to stop it except for actively healing what's going on now. 
making sure that the needs are met, making sure that when you can't meet the needs, it's understood why that's not possible, making sure there's lots of listening, comfort, togetherness, even though that's very difficult, but Zoom calls, phone calls, that social aspect still needs to be met. And these are all things that are going to be passed down right now. So I think this is a really important time to make this episode on a number of reasons. Obviously, the racism that is rampant right now, no matter where you are, and also the generational trauma that is waiting to happen from all of this as well. On that level, too, there's so many different generational traumas co-occurring at once right now. So this is why it's important to really do the work and listen to the people around you and ask them what their needs are. Because there's so many things that we have biases on and we don't even think that are a problem. So anyway, I hope you've... In, bleh, I can speak. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I just really wanted to do it because I think it's a really powerful time for us to be digging into this right now. Where a lot of us have time that we wouldn't normally have to do it. So if you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Kayla at florafaunahealing.org. You can find me at my website, www.florafaunahealing.org. You can find me on TikTok at florafaunahealing. You can find me on Instagram at florafaunaflow. I have a wealth of resources available on Patreon, including mentorship, astrology classes, um, all sorts of different membership tiers to be able to deepen your own shadow work and your self-learning. So you can find me there at, at Florafauna Healing. You can also find all sorts of meditations that I've created and all sorts of astrological um, consults and reports on Etsy. And that's under Florafauna Healing as well. I hope you guys have an absolutely wonderful day and I hope I've piqued your interest. Have a great day, everyone.